0: Welcome to The Light of the World and this is Jerry G. Martin. How many times have you been going about your day and about your business and you got information that you did not expect? You got bad news from the doctor that told you that he saw something on the x-ray and then he came back and told you it was cancer. Or you got news that your job was folding up and you were going to be without a job. Or maybe your spouse told you that they don't love you anymore and they want a divorce. Whatever it is, it's devastating to you. Well, I want you to know that when you have a crisis, there is a way out. Today's message is how to pray in a crisis. If you know someone who's going through tough times and are in a crisis, this message is for them. Stay tuned after today's message and we'll let you know how you can hear it in its entirety. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. When you get information, go to God without hesitation. Don't call everybody else you know and try to get their advice. Go to God. Somebody said, go to God. Go to God without hesitation. Now, the scripture tells us when, when Jehoshaphat was alarmed, they began to fast, they began to pray, they began to seek God for whatever was going on. Now, I know we had 21 days of fasting, but some of us just fasted so we can get through, and the most thing we were thinking about was what are we going to eat when we get off of this fast. I know it because I heard you discussing it. You weren't thinking, Lord, I'm in this crisis. I'm seeking your face. I need to hear from you. I need you to move for me. I ain't going nowhere until I get my answer. We weren't doing that. We were just saying, how much longer we got to go? Oh, Lord, I was just thinking of this. I was thinking about some most realm, and I was thinking about, I'm going to get me a surf and a turf. And I'm just going to do this and that and the other. And I said, what's wrong with you? Don't you know as soon as you get off the fast, the devil is going to come at you with everything he got. And some of you got some information since the fast. Some of us are going to have to leave here today and say, Lord, I'm going to go back again. I need to seek you without hesitation. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in front of the new courtyard and said, Jehoshaphat, the king, the leader. So I want to talk to all the kings in here today. And that's the men. And if you don't have a man in your house, then you're the king, even if you're a queen. It means you're in charge. He stood up and he said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not the God who's in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations, power and might are in your hand. He sung our song this morning, how great is our God. Oh, he says, and no one can withstand you. Oh, our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people, Israel, and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, if calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine or coronavirus... We will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and we will cry out to you in our distress and you will hear us and you will save us. So what is he doing? And I want to tell you this, now that you have information and go to God with no hesitation you need to revisit God's reputation. Yes, yes I know who you are. I know who you are. Has anybody done anything? Has God done anything for you in the past? Oh, we used to sing this song, Jesus, I'll never forget what you done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget. So how many believers will stand up and say, Lord, I remember when, uh, uh, when you just blessed me when I, was, when I lost my job and you, 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 you stood for me and you provided for me. Yeah, Lord, I remember. I wasn't even saved, but you, but you was working on my behalf. When I didn't have a job, you opened a door and worked a miracle for me. And I got a good job in corporate America that paid me good money. God, I know it was you. Lord, when I was sick and couldn't get well, and I called on you, I know it was your miracle hand that touched me. Yeah, I'm going through something right now, but I remember what you used to do. Now, Jehoshaphat did this while the Moabites and all the other ites were standing around getting ready to kill him. And he wasn't worried about them. He was talking to God. He says, I'm going to you and I'm revisiting your reputation. God, you got a reputation. He said, I know what you did for Abraham. I know what you did for Isaac. I know what you did for Jacob. I know what you did in Egypt. I know you brought them across the Red Sea. I know you gave them manna every day and fed them. I know you protected them in the wilderness. God, I know what you can do. So when you're in a crisis, you need to revisit God's reputation. Don't let the enemy put you down and tell you God ain't going to do nothing. God forgot about you. Say, Lord, I know who you are. Not only do I know who you are, notice he said, our Lord and our God. You have a reputation and you have a relationship with God. Is he your heavenly father? Is he your Lord? Is he your God? That's the benefit for your salvation. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. See, the devil is really good at when a crisis is coming to just let you see the picture of failure and defeat and everything else. But you got to stand up and say, no, 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 no. I know what God can do. Is there anybody here know what God can do? Listen, we're not just, we're not talking about something that, that we don't know. We know we've experienced. And, and some of you may not have experienced a miracle, but you know Somebody. That's why it's good to testify of what God can do. So with the information and no hesitation, we need to revisit God's reputation. He said you rule over everybody. That's my enemy. All power is in your hand. No one can beat you or outdo you or overpower you. Tell him what you know that the miracles he did before in your life. Somebody wrote this down. There is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do it for you. Have I got a witness to the power of God? Oh, I like the old Baptist preacher. He said, won't he do it? <laughs> Come on, he said, won't he do it? <laughs> Hallelujah. He's still in the miracle working business. And he went on to say, but now, here are men from Amnon, Moab, and Mount Seir. He said, okay, now I'm going to lay out this plan. What, what's going on? Now this is where I am. at. Whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance. Oh, our God. Will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. Look at what he said. We do not know what to do. Anybody there? He said, Lord, I don't know what to do. But he left out one thing, but he said, I know to do this. He said, but our eyes are on you. I don't know what to do. But my eye is on you. And after you visit his reputation, admit your limitations. Uh, God, uh, he doesn't mind. He wants you to realize that you don't know what to do so he can do what you can't do. So admit your limitations. Lord, uh, see, until you admit your limitations, you're always trying to go and do something and, and try to fix it on your own. Yeah, I think I know what to do. I'm going to do this. You call everybody else. Girl, what I need to do? Honey, if I was you, I wouldn't do that. i go do this. I'll go do that. You talk to everybody except God. But he said, now, Lord, you know the enemy is all around us. They're over there. They're over here. They're over there. And they're coming to attack us. And they're coming to take what you have given us. And I don't, we are powerless to stop them. And we don't know how to even go about trying to stop them. But I'm looking at you because, you know, you have the power, you know. Let me tell you this. Miracles don't happen until you admit that the situation is impossible without God's help. Let me say it again. Miracles don't happen until you admit that the situation is impossible without God's help. Jehoshaphat said, we have no power to face this vast army and we don't know what to do, but our eyes is on you. Lord, you have the power. He, he said, there's two things we need. We need somebody with power and somebody to know what to do. And that's you, Lord. Come on, say, that's you, Lord. Come on, wherever you, whatever you're facing today. Come on, think about it right now and say to him, say, that's you, Lord. You have the power and you know what to do. Look at what happened next. All the men of Judah with their wives and children and little ones stood there before the Lord. Then the spirit of the Lord came from Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Juleel, the son of whoever he was. (laughs) He was a man of God. He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Don't be afraid. Somebody said, don't be afraid. afraid. And then he said, tomorrow march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeroboam and you will not have to fight this battle. You're not gonna to have to fight, but take up your position. Don't stay home watching TV. You're not gonna to have to fight, but get in position. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. So after you have revisited his reputation and admitted your limitation, then you need to look, go to God and look for a revelation. That's what you need. Lord, what do I do in this situation? Lord, what do I do? And that's one part that we normally miss out on. We are praying. We ask God to do it, but you didn't ask God what you need to do. Say, Lord, I just want you to handle it. Instead of saying, Lord, I need a revelation for where do I need to stand? He said, find your position and stand firm. Well, Lord, where do I need to stand? first thing we want to do because in our natural minds, Lord, I need to get all my soldiers and line them up like this and go line them up like that and move them over here and do all of this and all of that. And God said, you know what? Uh, you don't have to do none of that. You just go out and you're not going to have to fight this battle. You know, Don't you want to be in so good with God God will tell you, you ain't got to fight this one. I got it. This is Jerry G. Martin, and again, as always, we are so thankful when you take your time to join with us as we share the Word of God. You've been listening to a message called How to Pray in a Crisis. We'll get some information, and then we need to get some revelation about how God wants us to proceed when we're right in the middle of a crisis. If you would like to hear today's message, again, you can do so by going to The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also hear previous messages aired on this broadcast. Then I'd like to take a moment to just invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. There's someone listening to me right now that is not connected with God, and you're not connected with the church family, I invite you to come to the light of the world. Come and see what God is doing. If you need God to work out a miracle in your life or to build you up or to restore you, come and be my guest at the light of the world. God is doing some amazing things. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. Again, that's 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. For more information, go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. We have books and Bibles and study materials. We have communion supplies, orphan envelopes, and quite a few things here to meet your church needs. Call the Beacon at 281 441. 2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now, for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.